Hello, welcome back to the Barefoot Books podcast. This week, a farmer's son becomes groomed to the Tsar of Russia and is set a series of impossible tasks. But his friend, the ugly but clever humpbacked horse, proves a valuable companion on his adventures. After the story, go to barefootbooks.com to find the complete Magic Hoofbeats collection. This is the story of the little humpbacked horse, a story from Russia. Once, in the days when a czar ruled Russia, there lived a farmer with three sons, Danilo, Gavrilo, and Ivan. Now, Ivan was a kind, gentle young man, but his older brothers, who were cold and sharp as ice, called him Ivan the Fool. One morning, the farmer went out to his fields. How terrible! A thief had come during the night and stolen some hay. I will catch the thief, Danilo boasted. That night he sat waiting in the field, but the night was cold. Why should I freeze just to save some hay? Danilo asked. Finding a warm corner of the barn, he fell asleep. In the morning, the farmer found that more of his hay had been stolen. Danilo only shrugged. I did my best to scare the thief away. Nor did Gavrilo fare any better the second night. He too fell asleep and let the thief steal hay. Now it is my turn, Ivan exclaimed. What, you? His brothers laughed. Foolish Ivan! What can you do that we could not? He could stay awake and on guard, Ivan told himself. Hugging his arms against the cold, Ivan patrolled back and forth through the field. All at once, he saw the thief, a beautiful mare so white she blazed like the moon, with a mane and tail like burning gold. Ivan waited waited, then jumped. He landed on the mare's back, but he landed backward, facing her tail. The mare leapt straight up in the air, and Ivan clung to that tail with all his might. He clung as she bucked and kicked, and at last raced off like a comet into the night. No matter what the mare did, Ivan stuck to her back. Finally, the mare panting and shuddering, returned to the field and stopped. You have won, she said. Keep me in your barn for three days, Ivan, but let no one see me. Each dawn, let me out to roll in the morning dew. At the end of the three days, give me my freedom, and I shall leave you a wondrous reward. Ivan did as the white mare bade, hiding her away, then staggered wearily home. When his father asked him if he'd seen the thief, Ivan said with a tired laugh, I not only saw the thief, I rode that thief near and far and near again, and you can believe that I am truly weary. His father didn't believe him, not with Danilo and Gavrilo there to jeer. Ivan didn't care. He went straight to sleep. Three days passed. Each dawn, he let the white mare roll in the morning dew. 
and on the morning of the fourth day, he let her go. The white mare soared off, swift as a comet, and Ivan sighed and turned to the barn. Sure enough, here was the wonder she had promised. Two beautiful stallions pranced there, one a rich gleaming brown, the other a soft glowing grey, their manes and tails burning like gold. A third horse peeped out of the barn. He was a tiny fellow, no bigger than a pony. His back was humped, his ears were long and floppy, but his eyes were bright and clever. Ivan groomed and pampered the two beautiful stallions, but he quickly came to love the little humpbacked horse, who played with him like a dog, clapping his long ears together for joy. But two shining stallions cannot be kept a secret for long. Danilo and Gavrilo, spying on their brother, saw the horses. Why should it be our fool of a brother who owns such splendid steeds? We could sell those horses to the Tsar himself. That night, Danilo and Gavrilo stole the two shining stallions, and off they went to the great fair that was held in the Tsar's royal city. The morning came, and Ivan went to the barn. The little humpbacked horse greeted him with joy, bouncing about and clapping his long ears together. Where are the two shining stallions? Ivan cried. Your brothers have stolen them. Ah, don't look so sad. We can overtake them with ease. The little horse trotted forward. Come, sit on my back. Don't worry, you won't harm me. Sit tight and hold fast to my ears. Wondering, Ivan sat on the little horse's back and took a firm grip on the long ears. The little horse shot forward like an arrow from a bow. So fast did he speed that in less time than it took Ivan to catch his breath, they had overtaken Danilo and Gavrilo and the two shining stallions. Where are you taking my horses? Ivan cried. Danilo and Gavrilo were astonished to see their brother had caught up with them. They laughed to see him riding so ridiculous a horse. But they said, hanging their heads, We did not want to steal from you. But you are very selfish, brother. Our poor parents struggle to feed us all. Yet you hide these splendid steeds that could fetch a fine price at the Tsar's fair. True enough. Ivan admitted, but since the horses are mine, I will go with you to sell them. Danilo and Gavrilo frowned. They did not want Ivan with them, but they nodded. Off they all went to the royal fair. Sure enough, there was the Tsar himself, a cruel, foolish old man. He saw the two shining stallions and at once wished to buy them paying Ivan with two sacks of gold. Ivan told his brothers, take this gold to our parents. Danilo and Gavrilo went home. Meanwhile, the royal grooms tried to lead away the two shining stallions. But the stallions bucked and kicked and refused to be led. Stop that, Ivan said to the horses. Mind your manners. He took them by the halters 
and at once the horses became mild as lambs. The Tsar saw this and told Ivan, You are my new head groom. That did not sit well with the other grooms. They spied on Ivan and saw him talking over his sudden good fortune with the little humpbacked horse. Then the grooms went straight to the Tsar and lied. Your new head groom is a sorcerer. He claimed that he could capture the golden pig with the silver tusks, but he refused to give that prize to you. Bring Ivan to me, the Tsar thundered. So Ivan was dragged before the Tsar, who ordered, Bring me the golden pig with the silver tusks and do it within seven days, or you shall die. Ivan went sadly back to the stables, where the little humpbacked horse asked, What is wrong? I must bring the Tsar the golden pig with the silver tusks within seven days, Ivan replied, or I will die. That is not such a terrible task, the little horse said. I shall help you. Go to the Tsar and tell him that you must have a bucket of golden corn, a bucket of silver wheat, and a rope of strongest silk. Ivan did just that. When the little humpbacked horse breathed over them, the buckets and rope fit into a small saddlebag. Ivan and the little humpbacked horse set out on their journey. The little horse ran like the wind, soared like the eagle, and soon they were in the land of the south, in the valley of the golden pig with the silver tusks. The golden pig has twelve sucklings, the little horse told Ivan. We must catch them all. Following the little horse's advice, Ivan placed the golden corn at one end of the valley, the silver wheat at the other. The golden pig came running, gleaming in the sun, to eat the golden corn. Her twelve sucklings hurried to eat the silver wheat. Ivan caught the baby pigs one by one, tying them to his saddle with the strong silken rope. He leaped onto the little humpbacked horse, and they began to race back to the Tsar's court. As soon as the golden pig with the silver tusks saw that her sucklings were being carried away, she raced after them, right into the royal palace. Here they are, Ivan cried to the Tsar. I've brought you the golden pig with the silver tusks and all her sucklings as well. And he went wearily off to the stables to rest. Now, even the boyars, the nobles, were jealous of this amazing new head groom. This was but a joke to him, they whispered to the Tsar. If he were truly loyal to you, he would bring you the mare with the seven manes. So the Tsar ordered Ivan to bring him the mare with the seven manes and do it within seven days or die a horrible death. This is not such a terrible task, the little humpbacked horse told Ivan. This time we shall need a stone stable with one entrance and one exit. We must take with us a horse hide and a heavy iron hammer. Ivan obeyed, ordering that a stone stable be built and that he be given the horse hide and the iron hammer. The little humpbacked horse breathed on the hide and the hammer and they fit into a saddlebag. 
Off the little horse flew with Ivan to a vast green meadow. Here is where the mare with the seven manes grazes, the little horse said. She and her seven fiery sons. Sew me into the horse hide and be ready with the iron hammer. When the mare with the seven manes saw another horse in her meadow, she charged, screaming with rage. As she tore the horse hide from the little humpbacked horse, Ivan sprang from hiding and hit her between the ears with the iron hammer. It was a blow that would have slain an ordinary horse, but it merely stunned the mare with the seven manes. She let Ivan lead her back to the Tsar's palace, and her seven sons followed, right into the stone stable. The entrance was shut behind them, and Ivan and the little humpbacked horse rode safely out of the exit, barring it behind them. The horses are yours, Ivan told the Tsar. Now the boyars were truly worried. How could they ever be rid of this troublesome head groom? So they went to the Tsar and said, Capturing the pig and the mare were mere jests for Ivan. Let him show his loyalty by a true test. Ask him to bring you the beautiful princess of the golden boat, she whom you've long wished to wed. The princess of the golden boat had refused the Tsar. Remembering this, the Tsar thundered at Ivan, Bring me the princess of the golden boat, and do it within seven days, or you shall die. Ivan trudged sadly back to the stables. When the little humpback horse heard what was wrong, he said, This is still not such a terrible task. This time you must ask for two gold-embroidered scarves, a lovely silken tent, and all the trappings of a royal feast. The little horse breathed on them. Ivan placed them in the saddlebag, and they rode and flew, flew and rode, to the sea at the edge of the world. Here you must pitch the tent, the little horse said. Spread out the scarves and set out the feast on them. Then hide behind the tent and wait. The princess of the golden boat will come ashore and enter the tent to see what lies within. Then you must seize her and call for me. Ivan did as he was told. Here came the princess of the golden boat, which was rowed with magic silver oars. The boat came to shore and the princess entered the tent. Ivan was struck with love from his first sight of her. Instead of seizing her, he could do nothing but stare in wonder. The princess tasted some of the feast and then sprang back into her golden boat. Soon the silver oars had rowed her out of sight. The little humpbacked horse galloped up. What happened? What went wrong? It was my fault, Ivan said. I saw her, loved her, and failed to move. Now I shall never see her again. Never mind, never mind, the little horse said. She will surely come again. But if you fail this time, there will be nothing for you but to let the Tsar put you to death. The new day came. The princess of the golden boat did come to see the mysterious tent once more. This time Ivan didn't hesitate. He sprang from hiding and seized her. 
and when the princess saw what a handsome young man he was, she forgot to struggle. I can't take you back, Ivan told her. The Tsar wishes to wed you. I must go with you, she said, or the Tsar will kill you. You shall return, the little humpbacked horse told them, and all will be well. They rode back to the Tsar's palace. He was full of joy to see the lovely princess of the golden boat there in his court and told her, You will make a most wonderful bride. Not for you, she snapped. You are too old and ugly and cruel. Only if you grow young and handsome and kind will I wed you. How can that happen? the Tsar asked. You must place three great cauldrons in the courtyard. The first must be filled with scalding mare's milk, the second with boiling water, and the third with cold water. He who is brave enough to bathe for one minute in the first cauldron, two minutes in the second, and three minutes in the third will instantly become so splendid a man that it can scarcely be believed. I will wed whatever man will undergo such a test. The Tsar was filled with fright. Who could possibly survive such a test? Send for my head groom, he commanded. When Ivan was brought before him, the Tsar ordered, You shall bathe in three cauldrons, one of cold water, one of boiling water, and one of scalding mare's milk. The Tsar thought that if Ivan could survive, so could he. And if Ivan should not survive, well then, the Tsar would be rid of this stranger who could solve every problem and might someday grow too powerful. Terrified, Ivan went back to the stables. When the little humpbacked horse asked what was wrong, Ivan told him bitterly, I am to be treated like any chicken or pig and prepared for dinner. The Tsar means to boil me to death. Weep not, my friend, the little horse said soothingly. Now at last I may perform a true service for you. When you go to face the three cauldrons, insist that you have a chance to bid me farewell then and there. I shall gallop three times about the cauldrons, then dip my nose into each and sprinkle you. Once I have done so, don't hesitate a moment, but leap into each cauldron in turn. Trust in me, and all will be well. No sooner had he finished speaking than the guards came to bring Ivan before the Tsar and all the courtiers. There stood the three cauldrons, two of them boiling fiercely. Bathe, the Tsar commanded. First, let me say farewell to my little humpbacked horse, Ivan said. He has been almost a brother to me. Here came the little humpbacked horse, playing and prancing like a foal, clapping his long ears together happily. He burst into a gallop, racing about the three cauldrons once, twice, thrice, dipping his nose into each and sprinkling his master. No sooner had the little humpbacked horse finished than Ivan leaped boldly into the first cauldron, filled with scalding mare's milk, and was not harmed. He leaped into the second cauldron, filled with boiling water, 
and was not harmed. He leaped into the third cauldron, filled with cold water. And if he had gone into it a good-looking fellow, he rose out of it a true regal prince, so splendid that even the boyars began to bow to him. You shall not have all the magic, the Tsar cried. Without another word, he hurled himself into the cauldron of scalding mare's milk. But there was no little humpbacked horse to shield him, and in an instant that was the end of the Tsar. The princess of the golden boat stepped forth. Your Tsar would have made me his wife, but I will wed only the man who brought me here. Everyone cheered. Yes, they cried. You too shall rule this land. Ivan and the princess of the golden boat were wed that very day and took their thrones. The little humpbacked horse stayed with them as their counselor and friend. And so they ruled wisely, well and happily. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Now you can visit barefootbooks.com slash podcast to find special offers, join our email list, and listen to past episodes of the Barefoot Books podcast. See you next week. Bye.